Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. But evidently, they were acting sort of funny because they accused them of being drunk. I wonder, there on the streets of Jerusalem, whenever Peter preached and they accepted Jesus and they're filled with the Holy Ghost, 3,000 people rocking and reeling on the streets of Jerusalem. Woo! You think that didn't draw attention to something? Thank God for all this technology. I let these guys have their way with this. I mean, hey, it ain't gonna hurt my preaching. I preach the same. In fact, I sort of like it. It's sort of cool, isn't it? See, you gotta keep the Holy Ghost no matter what. Keep the power of God moving. And we go on. The Bible says that the Lord added to the church daily. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Meant to Stir the World by Ken Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Ken Hagan's message. The Apostle Peter found him a pulpit. And he started to preach. I don't know whether he got up on some porch or some pedestal. I don't know what he got on, but he found a platform. And he began to preach. And he said to them, this Jesus of Nazareth, this Jesus Christ, whom you crucified, was indeed the Messiah. And he went on to preach the message. And you can read it there. But in verse 37, the people were so stirred at his message that they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what must we do? In verse 38, Peter said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin and you shall be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And then in verse 39, he said, for this promise, and remember we already told you last night how he said, he quoted from Joel too. This is that which was prophesied by the prophet Joel, this promise. He said, for the promise is unto you and your children and to all of them that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That's us. That's us. That's this generation. You see, we are still living the latter part of the book of Acts. The book of Acts didn't stop with the 28th chapter. We are living the 29th, the, the 30th, the 31st, the 32nd, the 33rd. We're living the rest of the book of Acts until Jesus Christ comes in the clouds of glory. And that's when the book of Acts will end. We find then as we go on that 3,000 came to the Lord that day. And according to what Peter said here, Call on the name of Jesus Christ and your sin, and you shall be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. I believe that all 3,000 of them 
received the Holy Ghost from what Peter said right there. Woo, that'd be something, wouldn't it? 3,000 people all at once just receiving the Holy Ghost. I wonder if they acted like they did when the ones that come out of the upper rooms because everybody said accused them of being drunk. They, they, you don't accuse somebody of being drunk unless they're acting crazy. I don't know nothing about it. All I know about it is what I was around when I was in the army. Because I was always the guy that was helped everybody get back to base. <laughs> I'd go with the guys and they'd order their round and say, hey, give him a Coke. <laughs> I'm serious as I can be. But you see, all I know is they act crazy. We was graduating from signal school. So we all went into town to celebrate graduation. We was having it the next day. Everybody had to be there. There was a guy named Gardner. I got him on the bus four times and he jumped out the window. <laughs> the last time he jumped out the window, every time I'd have to tell the bus driver, hey, wait, 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 I gotta go get this guy. The last time he jumped out, the bus driver turned around and said, sit down, I ain't stopping. He didn't graduate. I don't know what happened to Gardner. <laughs> but he's acting crazy. I guess I should have just knocked him up beside the head and knocked him out and took him back and throwed him on his bunk, I guess. But evidently, they were acting sort of funny because they accused him of being drunk. I wonder, there on the streets of Jerusalem, Whenever Peter preached and they accepted Jesus and they're filled with the Holy Ghost, 3,000 people rocking and reeling on the streets of Jerusalem. <laughs> Woo! You think that didn't draw attention to something? Thank God for all this technology. I let these guys have their way with this. I mean, hey, it didn't go hurt my preaching. I preach the same. In fact, I sort of like it. It's sort of cool, isn't it? <laughs> See, you got to keep the Holy Ghost no matter what. Keep the power of God moving. And we go on. The Bible says that the Lord added to the church daily. In chapter 4, 5,000 more. In chapter 6, the church multiplied. In chapter 8, People, Philip went down to Samaria and had a revival. A church started down there. Peter and John came down. See, Philip just preached Christ unto him. He was evangelist. The evangelist preaches Jesus and gets people saved and healed. They had all kinds of stuff. Peter and John come down and they had Pentecost. He, they come down and got them filled with the Holy Ghost. Stay in your office. Don't try to get out of it. In chapter 10, Peter went down to the Gentiles. You know, Paul was called the apostle to the Gentiles, but Peter was the first one that went and preached to the Gentiles. He went down to Cornelius' house. And it says, as he was preaching, that the Holy Ghost fell on him. You know, some poor people, they think that the Holy Ghost is the Bible. I mean, my soul... I mean, I, you, you take that Bible out there, you let it fall out of heaven, hit somebody on the head, they wouldn't be here very long. <laughs> Gravity would, if it fell that far, 
Mas, oo. Chapter 11. The guy says the gospel's preached in many other places. Chapter 12, it says the church multiplied. Chapter 13, missionaries were sent out. Remember, that's where, that's where they, were, they, they, they were praying together and they come in there and they said, separate Barnabas and Saul unto the work where I've called them. And then in chapter 17, Paul is over starting the Thessalonian church over in Thessalonica. Chapter 18, Paul starting the Corinthian church. Throughout the book of Acts, we find Pentecost. It was a part of their daily life. It was a part of their church. Come on now. You know, in chapter 17, it says, they that have turned the world upside down have come here also. If you've got the Holy Ghost and you're operating in the Holy Ghost, they should be saying about you, those that have turned the world upside down, they've come here now. They were expecting something to happen. These people had went over here and they had things that changed. Now they come over here. Why do you think they said they that turned the world upside down, now they're here. What they, they're realizing, hey, something's gonna happen. Something's going on. I want to tell you what, you get the anointing of the power of God. You get the Holy Ghost working. You get the talking in tongues and demonstrating the power of God. Something will happen. The book of Acts covers a span of about 30 years according to most chronological people. We really don't have any concrete information, but we got a lot of we got a lot of historical and other things that give us some semblance of a chronological order. You know, because if you read after one guy, he'll he'll give you this date. You read after somebody else, they'll give you another date. And I'm not going to argue with any of them. But we do know that it was somewhere in this period, and it took about 30 years span from the death and ascension of Christ in 30 AD to Paul's voyage to Rome in about 60 AD. From historical facts, we have sort of pieced this together. During this time, the gospel was preached to the known world. Hello. And the Pentecost phenomena became worldwide. Now let me throw something at you here just a minute. Get into a little of end time stuff. In Revelation, John says that the whole world took the mark of the beast. We might just think about something. Was he talking about the whole world? Or was he talking about the world that he knew of that day? Which would have been this area that we're talking about now. The whole world can't take the mark of the beast. Let me tell you why. Go to the next chapter. And they are people that are alive, living on the earth. And the, word, and, and the other chapter, it said you either took the mark of the beast or you would be headed. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, 
Let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. I have a book called Listen to Your Heart, Hearing God in a Noisy World. Sometimes as a father, if you'll just listen, God will begin to tell you things that you can do to help to avert a problem yes. uh, with your children. And it has to do with, though, you've got to understand how to listen to God and how to hear His voice. And this book, it's the six sermons that I preached that, on that subject. And each one of them is a chapter in itself, oh, five, six pages in, in a chapter. And then at the end of each chapter, it's called Think It Over. It's questions that you can answer. When you read and then answer questions, it seems like you retain it a little bit better. This is a great book for anybody on personal devotions. Yes. It's a great book for family devotions. It's a great book for study groups. Even Sunday school classes yes. are using this book because it's set up in that format to be like sort of a, one of these uh, study guides, study, study pupil study guide. I guess yes. that might be what you call it. So that is here. And then the God Kind of Faith by my dad it's just a one CD, The God Kind of Faith. If you don't know how to have the faith that God has, then you can't get things to happen in your life because with The God Kind of Faith, it comes to pass. Yes. So all of these are $15.95. Uh, go there on the internet, order them. That's the easiest and the best That's way, but right. the announcer will tell you other ways that you can also get this product. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow, more from Ken Hagen on Meant to Stir the World. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.